Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. It's episode number 76. Today is Sunday, February. February. Do you say the R in February? Yes. I think it's just February, but I always it's, say the it's R. It's light. Because the R is there. It's February 12th. 2017. Uh oh. Things are. Burt's Bees down. Oh no. <laughs> Should we start over? No. Okay. <laughs> I got it. Oh, uh, thank you everybody for joining us. My name is Mike, and by my side, as always, is Elisa the Ernista herself. How are you doing today, Elisa? I am doing okay. Okay. Yes. Not, not 100% back to normal. I think I am maybe 60. 60? Mm hmm. That's not good. Oh, I was bad. Considering yeah. where I was, I feel like 60 is a good thing. It's an improvement. Yeah, I still want to sleep like 20 hours a day. Yeah. Well, and you, I, I, I like doing things. I don't like sleeping. I like no. getting up early. I like doing stuff. And I have felt like just not getting out of bed. But you have to sleep to kick whatever it is that you've got going on. It sounds like it may be with you for another Oh, everybody's been lovely about that. Too. Yeah. yeah. Everybody's been saying, oh, no, you got another month. So. Month? Yeah, I was told today I confirmed with one of my friends that does like in-home health care that this apparently this virus that's going around is really, really bad. And I could have another month of this like up and down feeling better not feeling better. And yeah, and I've talked to people that actually got sick like uh, middle of January and they're still feeling it. So there you go. You got that to look forward to. How do how have I not gotten I have this no yet? idea. I'm giving credit to the flu shot, which I have never had before. But I got it, too. Oh. Maybe I got a different one. Well, you definitely got a different one. We did not get the same exact no. same flu shot. No, we didn't share. We yeah, shared we a lot of things. Share, yes. We did not share the flu shot. So, yeah. So it was... Uh, well, even like I said, when I was at the gym, what's today? Uh, Friday, I was... Uh, they had a, a, news, a news story on the TV saying this flu thing is sweeping the nation and it's all over the place and spreading like wildfire and they had an interview with a little girl on there who was obviously sick and that was really sad and <laughs> i don't know That's why they super sad why, why are you pick, gonna pick because it's good for pick the news. a little girl or an old lady i right. mean you're gonna pick one or the other and it's gonna make everybody very sad yeah but we were t i was i've talked about it with a few people at the store is that this winter has been rather mild it, it's been it's been yeah. really cold a few times but it hasn't been cold for any extended period of time where it's actually going to kill anything so it, it, the the viruses are just really really nasty boogers this year yeah and like well now it's in the 40s again so we've yeah. had we had a few very very quick cold spells where it was our grass never even got brown no not yet not yet it's february <laughs> february february so yeah so yeah it's been it's been a very interesting winter and we talk yeah. about that is that we always wonder about you know when it when it doesn't get like super cold like what's going to happen because mother nature has like the things that normally happen yeah and um somebody was saying too that it's going to be because it hasn't been as cold anywhere so they're talking about like pollen is going to start coming up like the pollen's going to start oh. happening down south and then that's going to start coming up here and we're all like we have all these up they're calling them upper respiratory infections so we are all like in Wisconsin, we all have our colds and then here comes it. some allergy pollen and yeah, so it's going to be, yeah. it's going to be an interesting spring. He's fine. He's just, I don't know, smelling stuff. All the... He's not licking anything yet. No. He already licked my West Coast cardigan. So that was pretty cool. Oh, he's going for the bag with the new West Coast wool that has not been washed. Oh, The head might go in there smell. pretty soon. That... Oh, oh. If he comes out with a mouthful of, is it just a skein or is it, what is it? There's three balls in there. Mm. It's a, it's a big Wooliluya bag of, oh. um, I'll show it off. All right. We'll get to that point. So thank lots of you, bags. everyone, for joining us on episode number 76. Oh. We're over, we're over three quarters of the way to 100, which is pretty amazing if you ask me. So, uh, as always, we do encourage you to shop local, but if you're going to do some online shopping, which is something Elisa and I do on a frequent basis, because sometimes you just can't find things that you're looking for, um, go to Amazon. Actually, no, don't go to Amazon.com. Go first to ElisaTheYarnista.com. That's Elisa's blog. Over on the right-hand side, you will find an Amazon affiliate banner link picture. Click on that. That'll take you to Amazon, which is where you're going anyway. Mm -hmm. Once you are there, you can do your shopping just as normal. Nothing changes for you whatsoever. 
But when you do it that way, uh, it's a good chance that Amazon may uh, provide a little commission to us here at the program for sending you their way. And that's a really easy way to help us out here at the show. Um, you can also go to fireflyfibers.com. That's a local yarn shop that Lisa and I own right here in our town of Beaverdam, Wisconsin. And uh, when you do your shopping on fireflyfibers.com, make sure you put at least $100 worth of stuff mm-hmm. into your cart because when you do, that will qualify you for free shipping. And to get that free shipping, you use an offer code, which is free ship, F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. And I always think about offering to do that for you, but you really love it. So go ahead. You can no, do it. No, no, you really love it. Next week, you can Next do Next week. Okay. F-R-E-E-S-H-I-P. Elisa will package it up. She will send it to you in a box, in a Mylar bag, in some sort of a shipping container with love. And we are fully restocked with Homestead. Neat. And, um... Uh, Plymouth Superwash Chunky Merino. Um, I uh, the 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 Superwash Chunky Merino has not been on the in the online store until recently, like okay. the last week. Um, so it's there now, though. We're all restocked. Yeah, we cool. were out of like the grays are gorgeous, um, and they ran out like two seconds after we got we got. It was one of our big yarns that we brought in um, for Black Friday. And we ran out of the gray like almost immediately, and then it was back ordered. Um, and then um, one of the yarns that has also been back ordered since October is the charcoal in Homestead Tweed, which I think would be a really pretty, um, well, handsome hat for you or a sweater or something of that nature. I thought yeah. you might really like this as soon as I it came in. I would wear that. I may have over-ordered on the charcoal because I ordered two bags and then it wasn't in stock. And then I may have put another bag on there or they just sent me another bag and then I ordered another bag. So I have a lot of the charcoal. <laughs> but I'm I'm looking at a sweater um, from we have the Home and Away uh, trunk show um, yeah. at the store right now. So I'm looking at a sweater that um, I think the gauge is going to work out with this. So I'm going to swatch a skein this weekend and see if it's going to work because it's a really cute sweater. Cool. So, but yeah, um, Homestead um, Tweed, Homestead um, Solids, and um, Superwash Merino Chunky all in stock. And the Superwash, the, the Superwash Merino Chunky has been a big hit. It's yeah. wonderful yarn. Yeah. Very cool. Oh, and we have the the Porter Bend bag. I actually, I brought one home. I have one here. Neat. I haven't seen these yet. Uh oh. There's too much stuff. So, um, yeah, it's. I think you think it's probably about twice the size of a field bag. I think it's about twice I the size think of a at field least, bag. Yeah. Um. So it's about twice the size of a field bag. It's still like the um. So it's from Fringe Supply. Um. They um. And as we said, we're one of the one of the exclusive stockists. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's heavy duty. It's pretty heavy duty. We've got like um, what are those? Those rivets. Yeah, rivets, and yeah, it's got nice pockets, and um, it doesn't have the grommets in the pockets like in the um in the field bag, but I don't think you really need them. Um, but it's like it's super durable and it's beautiful. Yeah. But it's nice. It has... Well, um, and with a flat bottom, you can probably fit a lot more in there than you could in two field bags, I bet. Right. I mean, you can still do a ha- the handle thing with it. Yeah. But, yeah. So, it's it's a really nice bag. And we, um, we have more on the way. We pretty much sold out this first week, which was really cool. Um, so, I have more on the way. And it's just... It's it's really nice. And I'm so excited. It's just been wonderful. It, it, I've been working with Karen for... Um, it's someone that came in the store... Was it yesterday? That she found us because we were a field oh, bag yeah. stockist. Yep. Um, so she came out from the Madison area, which really isn't that far away. I mean, you work no. in Madison, so. Yep. Um, but it was really cool because she came out and um, she found us because of that, and so yeah, it's been. I've been working with Karen since, well, since I think she was pretty much just starting out. Yeah. We've been carrying her stuff, so yeah, yeah. Fringe Supply is good stuff, and this is yeah, it's a beautiful bag. I haven't used mine yet. I'm going to I'm I'm saving it to use it for a sweater. My next sweater. That would probably be appropriate. You it's a good sweater size. Don't want to use that for a pair of socks or something. No. It's a little overkill probably for that, no. but so. But yeah, it's it's a pretty it's it's a it's a great bag. Karen cool. does good stuff. So, nice. yeah. So find that firefly fibers.com. Yep. 
and as always, if you would like to participate in the program, make sure you send us an email podcast at least the to write dot com, especially right now. Because we're doing a giveaway. We're doing a giveaway. So, uh, again, questions, comments, suggestions, send us something. It will get you into a drawing for a 21 color hat kit from uh, Blue Sky Fibers made out of wool stock. And Lisa's got one right here that you can see. So maybe I'll cut this part out and we'll put it up on uh, Facebook or something so people, everybody can see it. But 21 you, colors. 21 colors. You can win that. This one is mine. I have been waiting since, what, June to have one of my own? It's been, yeah, it's been a long, long June. time. Yeah. So send us a question, send us a comment, send us a suggestion, send us a story. I mean, I know you've, you know a couple weeks ago or whenever it was, we talked about some uh, amusement park and carnival rides and things like that. If you have a particularly interesting or funny story about a carnival ride, like the time I kicked that girl in the face, <laughs> if you have a story like that, <laughs> send it in, podcast at elisathearnista.com. And um, we will not only read it and talk about it while we record the program, but we will also... I uh, put you in the drawing for that. That goes through the entire month of February. Yep. And then uh, we will draw. You can you can enter once per week. You can send us multiple questions if you want to. And uh, I will Which say. Which I think is good because I was thinking some people have said they've gotten behind. So it, sure. as long as you're listening at some point in February, you can send something in. Yeah. Send February. February. Send us, send us something and uh, we will get you into that drawing for the 21 color hat kit. Well, and we decided that what the last one is going through. Like the. Oh, I can't remember now. I was going to write it down and I forgot. <laughs> so it's in last week's. It's it's in episode rules, 75. Well, I'll, rules are a little loose. Uh, um, I think we were going to go through the, the March, uh, the March 4th. I feel like we're going to go okay. through the March 4th. We so can, you can submit can. through March, through March, through uh, March. Three o'clock is March 4th a Saturday? Yes. Okay. Three o'clock. On March 4th, yep, because that's Firefly Fibers closes at 3 o'clock, and that's when Lisa comes home, and at some point thereafter well, we record the podcast, so as long thereafter. as you're in by 3 o'clock on Saturday, March 4th, we'll get you in that drawing, and we'll do some sort of a random number generator, or we'll get out my D20 again, and we'll, we'll roll die for it, or something like that. Or I thought we can just put names in a jar, and we can pull a name out can of a do jar, that too. too. If you want to go old school, we can definitely do it that way. I like old school. We can do old school. Um, all right. So that is all of that kind of good stuff, Elisa. What have you been knitting on? Well, I'm going to show this one because it's right here and then I can get it out of the way. (laughs) These are also available on fireflyfibers.com. They're super cute. What Um, what are these, Elisa? I call this Enrique. Not he everybody's is, looking. He is my chihuahua. With glasses um, so and it's, a bow tie. So it is a Gleaner project bag or a tote bag um, with a, a, it's a chihuahua with a bow tie and um, glasses. So Pretty I named slick. him Enrique because I thought that was a good name for a chihuahua. Sure. So um, one of the projects that I have on my needles, I started it because I was making sure that it was going to work for the Sock of the Month Club. Um, and I talked about it last week is, um, what do I have? Hayek? Hayek? Much, yeah, Hayek. Hayek. I don't know. No. H-Y-A-K, whatever. However, Hayek. how would you pronounce H-Y-A-K? I don't know. It is um, from Camp Tolt. Um, <laughs> it's a Johnny Bravo. Remember? Did you watch Johnny Bravo? Hey, baby. Want to watch me comb my hair really fast? Yeah. That's more of an Elvis thing, I, I guess, but it's I Johnny Bravo. I only watch yeah. Johnny Bravo when you make me watch Johnny Bravo. I haven't watched. Oh, I should watch. I haven't watched that in a long time. Oh, yay. Such a good show. So, um, Hayek. Um, so it's from Camp Tolt. Um, they did it in a different yarn, um, but this was, uh, I wanted to bring in more of um, the Briggs and Little line because um, I kind of fell in love with it with um, the the um, the country roving yeah. for the sweater. So um, this one, I mean, it smells just as beautifully sheepy. It's a, it's 80... Oh my gosh! Now I'm doesn't it? It smells yeah. good. It yeah. Does. Um, I feel like it's eighty twenty, but I want to make sure. Yeah, it's eighty eighty wool twenty nylon. Um, I should have it on the website when we have in stock at the store. Um, later this week. Um, but yeah, they're nice. They're it's super affordable. Yeah. Um. And it, it's a worsted weight, so it has, with, with the nylon in it, it's going to work really well for worsted weight socks. It's not going to be probably like your, it's not going to be a right next to the skin kind of uh, 
lovely so, merino sock. It's, don't make it's a bikini be, out of it. It's like it's it's like your snow blowing, like your your shoveling socks, your yeah. winter socks. Yep. Do you wear socks underneath those socks? I've never thought about that. Were socks under my socks? When you, when you, your, your winter socks, like the ones that your grandma made you, do you just put those right on your feet or do you have others? Do you wear a pair um, of socks underneath? It depends how cold it is. Okay. If it's really cold, then yeah, I'll just wear some other socks underneath it, but otherwise, no. Okay. Yeah. And I think, I mean, feet aren't as sensitive. I mean, it's not, it's definitely not a, like a wear, like around the neck kind of um, yeah. yarn, but it's, it's, it's really nice. And I, I, I'm very happy with it. So, cool. and then the knitters have been happy with it too. They've Good. been having fun this month. So we kind of mix it up with the sock of the month club. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, so I've got, oh, um, well, I have two almost finished, which are still works in progress. So I'm not yeah. trying to sneak them in as FOs. Um, I made some more progress on these today. These are my uh, second operators. pair of smooth operators from my um, my Opal Advent box. These are um, really awesome. Yeah. I think they are so much fun. This pair, I think, is crazier than the first pair because this this business does totally does not go together, but it's fun. I've got like some leopard it, prints in here, and I've got some yeah. like weird like oranges and stuff and then all of a sudden it goes to blues and then i have like this purple and aqua but they do i mean they still kind of match each other pretty well so they're gonna be a matched pair yeah so this is my second pair um these i am an inch from their afterthought so they just look like a big long tube right now um so i have i'm an inch from doing my toe okay so these are almost done so i'm almost done with I'm almost done with my second to the last ball. So I have, this is ball, let's see here. I have officially made it almost all the way through ball 16, day 16 on the advent calendar. So I have, um, I have 17 and then I have um, seven more days to do. And then you have 18 and 19. What's that? Wait, what's that? The other seven are another pair. 20. Oh, you're a good counter. 21. So those are those. Those are those. Um, oh, there's this one. <laughs> I had somebody being very mean to me yesterday. Did I tell you about this? I don't think no. I told you about the abuse that Who I have to take to sometimes. I mean, it's 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 really hard sometimes at knitting. Um, we have some we have I, I have some knitters that are um, very hard on me. Why do you let them go be there? You should kick them out. I can't kick them out. I like them too much. It's your store. You can do whatever you want to do. My rules. No. Um, so, um, my, uh, one of our, one of our knitters, um, and my friend Teresa, she, uh, kept telling me to, uh, get a sleeve done. And she told me yesterday morning, I could not knit on my sock Mm. at open knitting because I needed to knit on my sleeve. And I said, well, can I just knit in a couple rounds on my, on my, see, you're so mean too. But, um, so yeah, I finished, um, I finished my sleeve. I only had like maybe four inches done or six inches done. And now I have an entire sleeve. So, um. Looks good. Thank you. I'm hoping to finish the one. The sleeves look really tiny, but the sweater is kind of wide and they kind of like come down a little bit. So they fall a little bit lower on your bicep. So I think it'll be okay. It just, it looks tiny. It doesn't look as Wesley Crusher on like this side now. No. This side still looks a little Wesley Crusher with uh, yeah. no sleeve. But yeah, so my Wolf River in uh, Plymouth Homestead, that's, oh, it's so much fun. So that one I think is just, it's it's been a hard one. And I came to the realization that I think it's been hard to get the sleeves done because it's a shop sample and it's not for me. If it yeah. was for me, then I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get the be sleeves done and I can then I can wear it. But it's like I can hurry up and get the sleeves done and then give it a bath and then wash it dry and then take it to the store. So and Hang it but, up somewhere for... 12, yeah. 13, 15, 18 months. Well, and that's what happens is a lot of the stuff that I end up making for the store, it ends up being like a really good sample. So it ends up being there for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so this one is really fun. So that makes me happy that I'll get the other. I wound, uh, I wound another ball of yarn and I'm hoping to maybe get that done this weekend because it doesn't require much thinking because yeah. I think I might feel up 
maybe up to doing some non-thinking knitting this weekend. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? I think that's it. Oh, oh. This is my uh, my project bag for uh, my my Wooleluya tote, which yeah. is a large tote bag. It's a big bag. Um, this is for my uh, West Coast cardigan. Yeah, your and custom West Coast cardigan. It is, and this is as far as I've gotten. I it's have, a start. I've cast on, and I have gotten a few rows through the. Uh, oh, I didn't show them to you. No. Um, I've gotten. Let's see here. You might want to explain what you're Two, talking about three, because four, five, six rows through the cast on. What <laughs> you just oh. said? I didn't show them to you. You might want oh. to explain what that no. is for those. I who... got. Th- there's a picture on Instagram. That could be of really them. bad, Elisa. Of them, um, the stitch markers, and um, I tagged. The, in, if you look a little bit further in the comments, I tagged um, the designer of the stitch markers. So a friend of mine. My wonderful friend Becky got um, stitch markers that are little like Fair Isle sweaters and they are from, I can't remember, oh, needles. Let me, I'm going to look real quick. Needles? I think I want to say it's like needles, et cetera. Um, but yeah, the, the stitch markers are absolutely adorable. So she has an Etsy shop and they are so much fun. They're like what, the plastic or some sort of a resin? Mm-hmm. Needle click. Needle clicks, etc. N e e d l e c l i c k s e t c. Um. So yeah, if you go to my Instagram feed, um, it's one of the most recent photos that I have on there, and then she commented, and you can just follow her from there. Click over to her Etsy shop. So yeah, they are super cute. They're like little, what I mean, like little plastic. Yeah. Super cute little plastic sweaters, and I'm using them for my raglan markers. They are so much fun. So it makes me very happy every time I get to one of them. And they work on my 13s, so which I'm on 13s with this. So that's as far as I've gotten. I'm a little nervous to try and do the yoke because I'm afraid it's... I know. Look at this. This is A lot of yarn in this that bag. This is not... So I absolutely love this project, but it is not a portable project. Yeah. Because I have to have, like, this big, huge bag because I have to be carrying, you know, a pound and a half of yarn, which is literally a pound and a half of yarn right sure. now because it, they're half pound each. Yeah. So, but yeah, so they are, yeah, the stitch markers are super cute. Um. So that's all the whips. What do you got for foes? All right. I have two sweaters. But I couldn't. I could have just put all this on Rollo's bed if I would have known he wasn't, he wasn't going to lay there. It? Yeah. So I um, carried it all the way in here, and he's not even using it. He's laying over by the door. He's not yeah. even like in the business. No. So this is. Um, I have to double check my uh, or fix the top of the zipper here because I ran out of thread, and then I have to tack these down. But um, I'm going to call it finished. This is my West Coast cardigan that I finished for a shop sample um, in the Briggs & Little Country Roving. Um, I use Sheep's Gray, and I think it's dark gray or called charcoal. Um, but I did this one with um, Jane's Jane's actual pattern. Yeah. So, um, But yeah, it was a lot of fun. There was the little bit of a hiccup with um the oh, I mean, aside from that <laughs> aside from you know doing the wrong chart on the wrong sleeve and then cutting off the wrong sleeve and you know setting it aside for later and yeah. crafting it on and you know all of that operation business it yeah it was and that was totally my fault it was a lot of fun so um this is mostly done sewing a zipper that was a lot of fun um but yeah this is a great great sweater so I'm excited to get going on mine so I can have it at the store. Yeah. Um, the other one I finished um, is actually a few weeks old is um, my Cromwell pullover in Blue Sky Fibers. Pull over! Girl, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. Mm-hmm. It's a pullover, Lisa? It's a pullover. It's not a cardigan. Not a cardigan. So it's a Cromwell pullover. It's um, part of the Blue Sky Classic series for their new yarn wool stock. 
Um, I did it in the yarn. I think the colorway that I use is called Storm Cloud. Um, it is so soft. It's so nice. And I am actually contemplating keeping this one for me to wear now because it's been at the store for a while. So, sure. um, yeah, we, I had to take it off the mannequin for the home and away trunk show and I kept looking at it and I'm like, you know what? I just really want a nice cozy yeah. gray sweater. So it might stay at home with me, but yeah, this one, and it's super easy. Um, there isn't any waist shaping as a top down raglan. Very, very easy sweater. So cool. that's what I got. I think that's it. That's it. That's a lot of stuff. That's good. I think that's it. I got to get these sweaters off my lap. They're warm. <laughs> Heating up. Well, the the super duper, like, um, I could, you know, live through a blizzard cardigan. Yeah, that'll keep you warm for, yeah. keep you warm for a while. So. All right. So that's all the works in progress, all the finished objects. So that's going to move us on to... I feel like I was just talking. You were just talking. This whole middle, this is this is all you, Elisa. This is all the important Elisa the Arnista things. Sorry, I need water. I'm parched. <laughs> you want me to play it again? He gets more water? No. no. Are you sure? Okay. No. So, um, uh, was it, so it was last week when I wasn't, well, I wasn't, I was feeling not as I was feeling worse than I do now, but not much better. Yeah, two weeks ago I posted um, about the um, the meal planning software that I've been using. Um, it's called Real Plans, and I absolutely love it. I don't even know what to say. Like how much I it, it just, it's just it's made things so much easier for me and for us. I think. Yeah. And you using it on uh, well, from App, Apple App Store I, or yep. your uh, iPad iPhone. Did they make yep. an Android version? Yep. Well, there you yep. go. Yep. Um, it's available cross-platform. It is. Um, I I love it for um, the phone version is really nice because I can take and because, you know, as I when I'm cooking, a lot of times I'll be watching like some sort of a, you know, dumb show that I don't sure. need to pay attention to. Um, but I have headphones on and I'm cooking and watching a show. And then I have my um, I have my phone on with the recipe and I can kind of scroll through and it's nice mm-hmm. because it puts it in steps. So, um, it has all sorts of diets in it. Um, I'm gluten-free, um, and they have, um, a lot of options for that. And a lot of times, like, I mean, we've, I, we've talked about this a little bit. A lot of times I just go for paleo recipes because sure. that just makes it like no question whatsoever. Yep. And it's easy enough if I want to add, you know, hey, I want to put add some, you know, some grains, you know, some quinoa to something for a side or some rice. Or if I want to add some cheese to my burger, I can do that. But mm-hmm. paleo just makes it completely safe. So, um, so I use, um, I have the... Regular subscription, which you can pick, I mean, any sort of diet. So if you're a vegetarian, um, dairy-free, gluten-free, paleo, um, they can, they can, um, they adjust the recipes to that. Um, and then it plans it out for the week. There's a template and you can adjust the template. You can tweak it. Um, and for us, I really haven't adjusted much of anything except... Um, for during the week, I have one serving during the week, first off, because it's usually just me. You come home from the gym and you have a- your eggs. Some, yeah, something. But I mean, I can adjust it. A lot of times I'll make more than one serving and can change it. You can, you can adjust it as you're planning. Um, and then on weekends I have it for more servings Yeah, because then we can both eat. And then like we what have we're having tonight. Orders. You can have plenty of servings. Jeez, we'll talk about that. Oh my gosh! And that was one of their recipes too that I that came up on Facebook. Well, hello. How are you? You want to say hi? Um. So yeah, it's just it's been it's been really great. So they have some add-ins, um, uh, as far as some like some bloggers and some some cookbook authors, and um, one of them as. Everybody probably know I love Michelle Tam of mm-hmm. Nom Nom Paleo. Um, her add-in is a dollar a month, so I just did a year of her. Like and immediately, that's how many recipes? Like a it's billion, like two hundred and fifty or something yeah, like that for an extra dollar a month. Yeah. And the thing I love about it is I find so many recipes online, and um, 
I, I, I want to make it, um, but I don't know how I would like even, I don't even know where I would begin as far as like meal planning like right. without something like this. There's a little Chrome um, add-on. Yeah. Okay. So extension. You can, yeah. Chrome extension. So you can click on it and it just automatically puts it into real plans and you can go in and just tweak and make sure everything looks okay, that the instructions look okay, the ingredients look okay. Um, or you can copy and paste a URL in there. Hmm. So it you can use anything. And I mean, I, I love my cookbooks. I love my cookbooks. I love sitting down with my cookbooks. But you just got a new one. But kind of. so much of my stuff is so much of my so many of my recipes are from, you know, online sources. Sure. So this works out really well for that. So, um, yeah. And when Michelle publishes something like that, that delicious, like super easy, like marinara and co- the, the, the poached cod oh. with marinara, then you yeah. just like put some flat leaf parsley on it. It's Barely super a easy. It's not. And she says, I don't even call it a recipe, yeah. but I can put it in there and it will account for it as far as grocery list. And I can adjust the servings sure. so that we know what we need to get for it. Yeah. So. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I absolutely, I just love it. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's made it so that there are so many nights where I would just want to pick up Culver's. I think we've had Culver's a lot less since yeah, November. I know. <laughs> but I mean, and, and we've had a lot less in through like the busiest season yeah. of, you know, where, what we normally see at the store, which is when we usually end up getting Culver's. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So if you want, good. check oh that gosh. out, uh, Elisa, on elisatheernista.com. Again, on the right-hand side where all of the affiliate stuff is, Elisa's got a link over there. So if you have an interest in it, which uh, I think you should, yeah. if you do any amount of cooking at home or cooking for yourself, or maybe you don't and you're trying to figure out how do I make this work yep. and how do I do it easily or more easily. So and it's, it's not... so easy to change things. It's yeah. really, really easy. I want to do some sort of something to show like how... Like I, how I plan my week because I think I don't know I, I think that might be of interest to people like yeah, how I plan stuff, um, but I mean it literally it takes me maybe an hour hour and a half to plan the entire week out and I go through the grocery list and I check on the stuff that we already have in our um, in our stock and then yeah we have you can sort stuff out by different grocery stores and so there's stuff that Mike gets at Costco that and there's stuff that we get at our local grocery store yeah okay, it just I, I feel like it, it's it's made us eat better sure I agree. So, yeah, and it's been a lot of fun. Those turkey roll-ups that you had during your... Uh, during my extra life stream? During your extra those life. Those were really good. Yeah, those were really good. Those, yeah, I, and it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's fun because there's some stuff that pops up every once in a while that I'm like, eh, but then I look at the recipe and I'm like, oh, you know what? It might be kind of good. So the thing that we're having tonight, we were talking about this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so they, Real Plans had posted on their Facebook page... Um, this lucky pork and sauerkraut. And I grew up in a very German family. Um, and my grandma, who is was was German and Polish, um, we one of my favorite meals with her um, was um, pork hocks and sauerkraut. So pork feet and mm-hmm. sauerkraut. And it was, it was just, it was, and, and this is going to be different because it's not going to be as greasy and, you know, it's, it's not going to be the same as pork hocks, but, um, so they post, they posted lucky pork and, um, sauerkraut and I'm like, oh, that looks really good. And so I put the recipe in and, um, apparently one serving is like a pound and a half of pork so there's yeah. something that's a little weird about um the the portions on it so and i like to eat i can eat a lot of food but a pound and a half of pork that's a lot of that's a lot of pork so yeah so i was putting it in like i said for weekends i'll put like four portions in for us so we have enough for us for a meal maybe another meal and then some leftovers, leftovers. yeah and so it wanted like six pounds of pork and two quarts of sauerkraut which yeah. i mean we we, we we can come up with two quarts of sauerkraut. We've from got our, a five gallon bucket in the basement, bucket, so we, but we're good for a oh, while. That's a lot of food. It's a lot of sauerkraut. So, um, but yeah, that that sounds. It, it's in the. It's actually in the instant pot right now. It was a. Uh, it's supposed to be baked in the slow cooker, but I'm doing it in the in the instant pot. So it's yeah. It was sitting in um, white wine and garlic and juniper berries and sea salt. Overnight, yeah. it smells it's, so it smells good. Really good. Yeah, so we're gonna have that with uh, Michelle Tam's crispy instant pot potatoes. 
because I think that sounds good for not yeah. feeling well. I so. agree. Yeah. Or feeling well in your case. Right. So, yeah. So that's me and my real plans. That's the real plans? That's it. Yeah. Right. If anybody has questions, feel free to email sure. at podcast at elisaarnista.com or um, comment on the blog post. I think it's the most recent blog post right now because yeah. um, I have, you know, not been feeling great. So Being ill, not really feeling like writing a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah. All right, let's make some time for some Canadian Canoes. We're about to turn this into the Jane Show between Canadian Canoes and emails. Uh, the first one we're going to talk about is fun. So this one comes to us from Canada. Well, I guess it comes to us from Jane by way of Canada. Uh, 88-year-old Saskatoon man makes thousands, thousands, thousands of socks for shelters. So this is a really fun story. This guy, basically, he gets together with his friends. He's got a knitting machine that he made himself. Um, Does it have to do with an accordion? Because I see an accordion. And that makes it even better. That he, apparently, he plays accordion because there's an accordion. Love the accordion. And one of the pictures, actually, in a keyboard, and an accordion with his uh, with his self-homemade knitting machine that he knits the socks with. But he says, you know, when, when my wife passed away in 2010, I felt the loss that everybody feels and had nothing to do. My son said to me, if you want to help yourself, help somebody else. And he made the knitting machines years earlier, but had never really put it into action. And so he got to work knitting every week. And he calls his uh, calls the living room operation Socks by Bob. And uh, the it's a group of guys that gets together, and they, they do, do the work together. So the group includes 92-year-old Glenn Sully, 85-year-old George Slater, and youngster Barney Sullivan. And Barney's 65, so he's, he's the young guy of the group. Which I guess when the rest of them are 85 plus, 65 is, is pretty young. Um, but basically, he, he uses his knitting machine to knit these long tubes. And they show a picture here where it's kind of all rolled up. It's just a big tube. Yeah, and they all they all kind of have their their jobs. So one of the guys comes through once a week to help cut the long tubes of wool into socks uh, once they've come off the knitting machine. And they just they hang around, sit around, they talk, they you know just talk about things that are going on. Um, so I think everybody has to have this. I think people have to reach out and touch other people. And I do this by touching the socks. Said Rutherford. In terms of the logistics of making the socks, Rutherford's son Scott helps raise money for the wool. Um, there is a knitting uh, mill, custom woolen mills near Calgary, also donates hundreds of kilograms of wool for the socks. Rutherford says that the socks have given him purpose. There's a lot of us, as we grow older, we sit at home and uh, look at the wall with nothing to do. And Socks by Bob is giving, that, giving me that something to do. So again, a fun, a fun That's story. Cool. Yeah, this guy, just him with uh, a few of his buddies, they, they sit around and they, they make these socks. And it's a nice story. He just looks like a really cool, nice old guy. Is that what you're going to do when I die? I, well, we'll see, I guess, but I hope to do something. Make some socks on your loom. On my loom. Well, that sounds probably slower than a knitting machine, but yes, I will find something to do unless I go first, in which case you will have to continue your knitting in my absence. In my absence and in my name, maybe donate to something here and there. But so thank you, Jane, for that story. Appreciate, yeah. appreciate that. And this is why I didn't, this is one that never came across my my Google uh, alerts or my Google news searches. So uh, a good a good catch on that one. It's a, it's a good story. Um, next story. These women are knitting massive wool sweaters for rescued <laughs> elephants. So this is a story that's out of India. This is ridiculous. So there's um, a rescue group. So basically this, the premise behind this one is that uh, there was a cold streak and uh, it's been really cold kind of in northern India lately. And so uh, kind of an elephant rescue, elephant uh, care group, Asked some of these women uh, to basically knit pajamas, for lack of a better phrase. Is that kind of what it says in the... I mean, it says sweaters, but they have full legs and everything on some of these pictures that, you, that, that we'll see. I would say they're footies. They're footed yeah. pajamas. They're, they're huge. Um, I want to see where... Da, 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 da. Oh, they're so pretty. Aren't they fun? So the initiative is also symbolic of their newfound freedom, love, and happy home. The bright colors and the fun patterns on the sweaters show the joy in their new lives and also celebrate the elephants as sacred, which they considered, uh, which they are considered in India. 
So basically, it's like these huge granny squares. Yep. I mean, just enormous Afghan. I love quilt. that I'm married to a man that can can be like, oh, it's a granny you square. Know what a granny square is. So, it's, but they have legs on them. So these elephants are pretty well covered, except for the heads. Um, but yeah, it, it talks a little bit about how you know, as far as protection from the sun and all of that, that they're thick. Leathery hides are good for that sort of protection, but when it comes to the cold, cold yeah. it doesn't do a heck of a lot. So it doesn't say a lot about how long it takes to make one of these, but it must be a while. It's not a week. Probably not a week. <laughs> and they're also very happy. They're all, I mean, the elephants are right there and they're like, yeah, you can, uh, you can touch my trunk and my face and put a, a blanket on me. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll step into those those legs for my sweater, yeah, pajamas. How do, they, how do they even get those on I know. the elephant? I almost wonder if they have They're to like put them on them and then, or put the top on them and then maybe stitch the legs onto them. I could be just kind of. I'm sew guessing it. you can't, you know, wrangle a an elephant into uh, footy footed pajamas like a two year old. Wrap it around the leg and then. And sew it together, it back, stitch maybe. it up or something, yeah. Yeah, or put some something to tie it together around the back. But that's pretty they, fun. Everyone looks very happy. Well, Elephant yeah. and people and everything <laughs> and yeah. That's pretty neat. Man, that's that's quite a project. That'll that'll take some commitment commitment and some time. I won't even make my dogs a sweater, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, right. They uh, also don't need them. Yeah. All right. So speaking of and uh earlier on in the program, this is several Minutes ago, half an hour ago, we talked about the contest that is currently going on. You send us an email. We will read it on the air and put you into a drawing for the 21 color uh, knit kit on a string. And uh, we've got some of that today. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. So, uh, like I said, it's going to be the Jane shows. This email comes to I'm knitting us. for Jane right now, too, by the way. Are you? Yeah. What are you knitting for? She, well, I'm just, I'm not knitting for her. I'm knitting because she asked me to. She, or <laughs> oh, she's, she recommended it. To knit while we're talking? Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. Because so. I don't need to think with these. And it gives you some time to get something done. Where well, and these don't make not. noise. A little bit of noise is okay. They don't... Clicking needles. So, uh, Jane sent us... Two questions, one for me, one for Elisa. Because that's fair. Because that's fair, I think, yeah. Uh, they're both kind of top fives. So for Mike, what are your top five IPA beers? And then for Elisa, what are your top five favorite teas? Because since you've been sick, you've been, drinking, been drinking a lot more tea mm-hmm. lately. Because I don't want the caffeine and the coffee just doesn't taste as good. Yeah, and I want a lot of hot stuff. I want to drink a lot of hot stuff. Well, so I've been drinking a lot more tea. good to get the fluids and everything yeah. too. Yeah. So should I go first or do you want, do you want, to, how about I go first and get mine out of the way? Because I'm sure people are more interested in the tea than they are the I don't beer. Know, I might be more interested in the beer. More, well, I suppose you never really know. So I guess to, uh, to prepare for what, for the beer talk, I need to. Okay. Stupid thing doesn't work sometimes. Once again, I hit the button like six times and it didn't do anything. All right, so we're going to talk about some beer. We're going to talk about some IPAs, of which I have one in my hand right now because that's what I drink a lot. All right. So, here's the thing, Jane, because I know you're watching. I you sound like me. I say, "Here's the thing." A lot. Here's the thing. I tried. I'm. I was thinking how to pick my top five IPAs. I can't do it. I thought I could come up with a list and just make a list of five IPAs, but I didn't want to lie to the people. I'm not a liar. I don't want to tell stories and. Just for the sake of the show and the sake of the program to put together a top five list and not really give it the thought and give it the credibility that it deserves. Well, and I feel like so many times you try an IPA, there have been very few times that you're just like, wow. Because I yeah. feel like like to make your like top five, because you just really like IPAs, if it, for it to be like 
to make your top five, it would have to be like punch you in the face. Awesome. And that's part of it. So I looked at this. The part of the problem is that I don't have maybe a couple of like go to IPAs that excuse me that if I'm yeah <laughs> looking excuse for you your turn to burp that I'm gonna I'm gonna pick this out so I've got my Untapped app here which is uh, kind of a social media type thing for if you're drinking beer it's U uh, N T A P P D so if you want to find me on there we can hang out and drink some beer together what's your username uh, Big Mike Mike I think okay I'm not even sure I don't even know how to find my my name on oh. here I'm not whatever it is. <laughs> So that's a very exact podcast. It is. I've got I'm trying to look at it right now on my phone here. Um, I don't even think I don't even know if I have it on my phone now because I haven't had beer in forever. It's been a while. But basically. I cannot find anything. I'm trying to find tell like, a story here while you're. Of, uh... <laughs> yeah, it might not be a terrible idea. So I'm, I'm knitting a sock and it's it's going really well. <laughs> All right. So the, the, point, <laughs> the point that I'm trying to make here is that I've got like 200 different beers checked into this thing of which I've got. Okay. I've got 76 different IPAs checked in on, on untapped, which sounds like a lot. And it kind of is. But compared to some people, it's not very many at all. But to try to go through a list of 76 IPAs, because my th- when I drink beer, when I go out to buy beer, and you, you do this you for wanna, me too. You want to add more, you want new beers. Yeah, I don't want to just get the same thing over and over and over. And there, there are things that, that I like and everything, but I don't buy the same thing repeatedly. I always want to try something different, try something new, and, and kind of you know just, just sample and test a lot of different things. So to put together a top five list is, list is really difficult. So... I do have a couple that I go to, or one in particular, one that I just started tried today, which I'm, I, I need to talk about. But pretty much anything by Sierra Nevada um, is going to mm-hmm. be good. You can pretty much always count on those. I got, was it a, a case, like a sample case from Costco, I don't know, a few weeks ago. Where they had four different kinds. And most of them were good. It's a thing that's happening right now that, so with an IPA, there's always, it's, just in the way that the hops are in there. So an IPA, maybe I'll back up a little bit. For those that don't know what an IPA is or how it's... Uh, India Pale Ale. It's an India Pale Ale. And so the, the historically, the reason for that or where that comes from is that when people were going from Europe uh, to India, they were taking beer with them. They were shipping beer there. And to make that long trip so that it would still be fresh and still be delicious and tasty put the extra hops in there it helps it make the trip um makes it extra hoppy and that's that's kind of what you know what makes an ipa an ipa and there's there's like these subtle like kind of uh pine hints in there there's citrus um and with the citrus there's a lot and it's again it's, it's like a wine you get these different tastes and different hints of various things that aren't really there but it just kind of has that taste and lately though there's kind of a trend that i've been noticing that they're actually putting citrus into the ipa so there's like grapefruit ipas and there's Mm. various things like that which are okay i think they'd be better in the summer um you know as a a citrus thing would be but they're okay but i'm I'm more of a fan of just kind of the straight just being a being an ipa purist ipa purist so again sierra nevada you're pretty safe with anything from there um and honestly sierra nevada i was thinking about this as i was trying to come up with the top five you've been drinking sierra nevada for like i think as long as i've known you yeah like i mean i remember we went to didn't didn't you take sierra nevada with us when we went to the blues festival in um northern minnesota oh i don't even I mean, that was remember. like that's very possible 10 years because, ago so and, and even before that sierra and nevada everybody was, else probably drank it but yeah that's possible but even before that like i still remember that i mean how long have i been the place i'm at now i've been there for like 17 years so even when we go out and things like that or even before that mm-hmm. in kind of the mid 90s before like craft beer was a thing before that it, you know, it was all miller miller light and bud light and all that kind of stuff well i got to this bar and they had sierra nevada pale ale which is not an ipa but it's still a really good it's a really good kind of i guess what especially at the time you call a craft brew or a micro brew it was, I'm like, all right, fine. I'll get one of these. It's more expensive, but I don't feel like Miller Lite tonight. I'm like, that is really good. 
And that was kind of my introduction to some of the more craft brew stuff. And of course, now 20 years later, it's it's everywhere. You can't not find it, which is fantastic. Right. I love it that it's it's exploded and grown so much because the quality and just, I mean, to me, the flavor is so much better. Now, you know, I think back like high school, college, and whatever else, it's like a lager is what you drank. You drank the Miller, you drank the Bud, you drank the Coors. The and now, light. like Ugh. a lager is my least favorite because it is some of them are okay again if you get kind of a smaller craft brew type kind of a thing and i don't i feel like i'm sounding like elitist and like you're sounding a little toity. fancy pants i'm not fancy pants I, I will still i will go buy a 30 pack of hams premium for 11.99 in the summer when i'm working in the garden that i will still do but is it really 11.99 still I, you know i haven't looked in a while probably because you've been all elitist and getting your my variety Costco. boxes at Costco. <laughs> there is, I, I tell you, Costco. They, uh, I, well, we usually, have two big, huge bags of Meyer lemons downstairs too. They get you all the time. I got my figs there. Yeah, usually, I mean, like a case of beer at Costco. Oops, sorry, cow, everyone. A case of beer at Costco is going to be like twenty five dollars or something like that. They have some. They have one every once in a while that's like fifty five dollars for a case. I'm like. I want to try that just to see you can what. Once. Maybe I might get some. Some, but it looks. It even looks fancy. I don't know. If, like I mean, I'd seriously. A, like the only thing I ever get from Costco is either the the Conche Toro, the uh, the the they have you get the red wine or a big bottle of Jameson. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's pretty much all I drink. Yeah, the other one to round out my IPA speech is this one that I'm drinking right now. This is a uh, Port Huron. 12 bottom wait 12 bottom 12 bottom ipa and this one i've never had this before today so again uh self-disclosure here i know the guy who owns and is the brewmaster for this port huron brewing company in wisconsin does wisconsin and i like everything he does and this one is, he is good. so nice and he's super nice and he's a fun guy Mike did a blog post about him i did quite a little lucky two years ago but this one i'm is not while it's a good IPA, it's probably not my favorite. I would say that if you are somebody who is looking to get into IPAs, this might be a good introduction because it's not super hoppy. Yep, you it's like not super very hoppy. bitter. Yep, I like the, the the hoppier the better, the more bitter. Yeah, so it's like wine. We like well, we like everything bold. Yeah, we like our coffee really dark and really strong and acidic. Yeah. And if yeah. you're looking, if you're looking at beers, so there's a couple of things. ABV. Alcohol by volume, that, whatever, I don't care about that. That's that's something that people, like, are, like, I've even seen, like, a Coors and Miller and Bud saying that it's such and such ABV. I don't care. Uh, like, it's some sort of a marketing thing. I think now, they but, have to, well, they have to just close it, like, on the bottle, but, like, using it as a to. marketing, you have to have the alcohol content. You have to have the alcohol, the alcohol content disclosed on alcohol. I'm looking at the people bottle. Need, people need to know what they're getting into. I don't see it. But anyway, and the other one is uh, IBU, which is International Bitterness Units. And that one, that's going to tell you kind of the bitterness, uh, how bitter the beer is. And again, for me in general, the higher the better. It doesn't always mean it's going to be better. Um, but that's something that, that you can kind of look at as well. But So I apologize, Jane, for not putting together a formal top five, but I didn't want to lie to you and just throw something together for the sake Hmm. of having a top five. But I thought I'd talk a little bit about the the, uh, IPAs. And I think I even read a couple years ago that um, kind of in the the craft beer market that um, IPAs are kind of like the number one or the top or the favorite kind of type of beer in the craft beer uh, arena, which is pretty cool because for me that means that there are just, there are a lot more out there and a lot of different things for, that I can try. What I think that's part of it too is that there are so many IPAs out there. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, it's like you, you, I have a lot of fingering weight yarn because that's what's really popular. Sure. Yep. Same thing. So, but IPAs, that's, that is one thing that I really, really miss. Yeah. So, um, uh, the, what is the one that I get? The omission has an IPA yeah, that it's, that's pretty it's good. brewed. Um, the, the, the guy that, that created and founded omission, um, he, he has celiacs and he, um, he 
created the beer and people are like, oh, I don't know if it's okay. Well, he has celiac. So he's, he, he's, okay. he's aware of the situation. Yeah. He knows what needs to be done. And he, he, the, the beer is, they brew the beer and then they remove the gluten after. Yeah. And it's actually, it's, it's, it's Through decent. Magic. It's a decent, it's a really, I, I think for, as far as options are and from what I remember how good IPAs are, it's a good IPA. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it's not bad. Not bad at yeah. all. Yeah, I do miss I miss porters. I yeah. you know, I'm I'm a lover of the the dark beers and the 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 stand your spoon up in the beer and you just don't find that with yeah. with gluten-free beers. But you you got me um I don't even, I don't know what it's called. The uh, you got me a, it's a it's a sweet potato and uh molasses and molasses and, yeah. gluten-free beer. So we'll see how that is. Yeah, I'm kind of interested to try that out. So yeah. I'll try that tomorrow if I feel up to it. That might be good with uh chicken and stuff. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah, so. All right, Elisa, you ready for your top five favorite teas? We've got, again, we've got carrot top props going here tonight. All right, so don't, dear Lord, you're the one that brought the bag full of jars and bags. I didn't bring and, it up. You brought it up. Oh, that's true, but I did not pack the bag. You're the one that packed the bag. So. I didn't pack the bag. You packed the bag. No, I didn't. No, I kind of packed the bag. No, you're not you not kind got the bag of. Out you of the closet. Won, like ninety eight percent did. <laughs> so, all right. So, what's Jane's question? Jane's question is, Elisa, what are your top five favorite teas? Not letter teas, because there's only one of those. Your favorite teas that you put in water that you're drinking right now, in fact. Okay, so I have a couple that are brands, and then I have a couple that are um, just random. So again, not a strict top five, because again, that's... I can't go by as... I can't go by... Well, teas are kind of... my My tea preferences have changed a lot over the years. Um, so my number one tea actually that hasn't changed in probably more than like two decades. I mean, it's been, I mean, in, that's 20 years, it's 20 years mm-hmm. is, um, Yorkshire tea. Oh, sure. This is my, Classic. my favorite English breakfast tea. This is, this is wonderful with, um, just a little bit of sugar. Well, it's, it's wonderful straight. It's, it's a good coffee substitute. Sure. Um, you have to be careful though, from what I have discovered, you can't have it on empty belly because oh. the, and if you let it steep too long, the empty belly and the tannins, I think in there, they make your belly upset and then you don't feel good. That's no good. So, um, so, but this is one of my favorites. Um, and you have to get the actual, um, tailors of Harrogate, the, the, the Yorkshire tea. Um, a friend of mine, um, this is also her favorite tea. Um, this is also really good tea if you like um, like cream and sugar in your tea. It can stand up to that. Huh. Um, it's also good with whiskey in it. <laughs> okay. So, um, not all teas what are good isn't? with that. Yeah. Not all not all teas are good for that. So this is this is a really good like substitute for. And this is a lot of times I'll have this as a substitute for coffee. Sure. So if you're not here in the morning, I'll have this as my coffee substitute because it does have caffeine. It's nice and rich and dark. So that is my that is my number one tea that has been with me for I don't even know how I found it. I must have walked into I feel like my grandma, um, my dad's mom, we went to a tea somewhere because she used to do like these really incredible things. And I feel like we went to like a tea somewhere and we had we were going to have like, I don't remember. I don't Scrumpets know. Scrumpets and tea? We were probably going to, yeah, it was some fancy, you know, like English little hole in the wall in a strip mall in Denver somewhere. And uh, yeah, so we were going to have some tea and that's, that might be how I found out about it. But yeah, so it's delicious. It's really, really delicious tea. So that's my number one. My number two is um, because it's just an all around like good for you tea. And that's why I have it um, here in a quart mason jar. Um, is uh, peppermint. Sure. Because it makes my belly feel good. It makes me relaxed. It just, it, it's a really, really good, um, really good tea. Good. And I've got plans this year to, to uh, corral and contain our peppermint that we've go got in the, well, it'll go from the front yard to the backyard in the garden. So it'll be more accessible and it'll be. Not trampled. Not trampled. It'll be easier to get at we have some poor catchers in our neighborhood and sometimes the balls end up in our herb garden in the front yard and then the the herbs are they fall victim so um this is not my own peppermint but it's still good good. it's still good enough yeah and it just i just peppermint tea just makes your belly feel good yeah um uh, 
my number three. <laughs> I think this one, yeah. I'm thinking I'll this make one. The decision for my you. Jasmine. Yeah. I love jasmine tea too. It just it smells so good. Um I use jasmine tea when I make kombucha. It just okay. it has like a nice floral kind of creamy note that kind of mellows the the um the vinegar aspect of the kombucha. So um the that's and this is in my uh, nineteen or my seventeen seventy six commemorative jars sure. that my mom gave me from because yeah is that actually from nineteen seventy six no they're 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 these are from nineteen seventy six yes oh wow so don't break them I hope my I mom don't. gave them to me because that is when I was born oh my goodness so don't break my commemorative jar so mm-hmm. would you like me to set this down your twenty eight year old jars yes um and then I have um. Let's see here. I think I'm going to go with my number four. I'm just going to say chai in general. I really, really like chai. Um, I just got a samurai chai mate from Tivana. So I'll see how that is. Um, What makes it samurai? I don't know. Is it from Japan? Um, I don't know. It doesn't say. It doesn't have any descriptive terms on it. But yeah, I I really like chai. Usually I get like a, I usually get a pound bulk bag from Frontier, but Mm -hmm. um, I thought I would try this. It was reasonable. So, um, so I got that. Um, And then my number five, I do have to thank your, uh, your mom's boyfriend. Yeah. For this. Um, My number five is um, one that I crave. I, he got it for me. Was it three years ago for? Sounds about I think right. it was three years ago for Christmas because I, I just I, I I love tea. I go in bits. They go in spurts with it. Um, but this one, I just I, the the smell of it is so invigorating. I absolutely love it. Um, it's uh, Tivana, the wild orange blossom and youth berry combined, hmm. and it just it smells so beautiful. It's so it, it just it makes me happy. So it's it's especially wonderful this time of year because it just smells so floral and so fragrant. Sure. So I also really like hibiscus. Okay. But um, yeah, and then my my cousin got me some Serenity. That's really good too from Tivana. But um, Tivana's kind of it, Tivana's really pricey. It's ex- yeah, it it's really pricey. But, yeah. but the wild orange blossom and the youth berry are really good together. So if you mix those two together, the the youth berry is more expensive than the wild orange blossom. If you mix them together, then you kind of cuts it down a little bit i do want to say my, my cousin got me for was it for my 40th birthday yes that was your most recent birthday it was. So I, <laughs> I was gonna say i haven't had it for a very long time um my cousin got me the um because i always struggled with like t-balls and um i played t-ball t-balls and fun. um and like you know anything else as far as like making tea and i love she got me a tivana um tea maker so it's nice because you put the tea in there you put the loose leaf tea in there and then um the perfect tea rock sugar which is Mm. really really good and then you pour the water in there and then when it's done you like set it on the cup and it drains out the bottom yeah it's pretty fancy it's It's so nice yeah and then you just like I just rinse it out and put the tea down the garbage disposal, and it's super easy. So that has really helped a lot and made it easier for me to drink tea. Sure. So those are my favorites. I think that's a good list. So while not strictly a top five list, it was close. It was. It was I was closer than you. Yeah. I was much closer than you. I I didn't again. I didn't want to lie to everybody who's who's listening to us right now. I, I'm not. See, I would I have felt bad if I would if I would have just put together a list, like I said, just for the sake of having a list. I would have felt really bad. I don't want to lie to people. Well, and I can't call like my little concoction now with my um, Meyer lemon and my tangi- my clementine and my honey and my hot water. I can't call that tea. I mean, it's because it doesn't have technically it doesn't have tea leaves in it. Is that what constitutes a tea? Is it? I have think to it have, has like, to have tea leaves. In steep it. some sort of a leaf. Mm, or I think a, so. Probably. Yeah. Or sticks or something. 
sticks and twigs. leaves and twigs and roots. I do really like the the warming berry crimson that I get from Frontier too, because that, that's the one that has the the cayenne in it. Oh sure, that one's really good I bet for the that'd sinuses. Be good when you're sick, yeah. Oh, that one's really good for the sinuses. Sure, but you want to put some sugar in that one, or honey, or whatever you like. Yeah. All right, so I think we're at a good point. We can bind it off now. It was not dark when we started, and now it's dark. So I think that's a good sign at this time of year that we should probably... The pork is probably done, too. The pork is probably getting really close. So we're going to go ahead and bind it off at this point. Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, If you want to follow Elisa, if she does anything this week on social medias, Facebook, Twitter... I'll probably do more this week than I did last week. Yeah, hopefully a little bit more. Two would be more than last week. Because if you're doing more, that means you're feeling better, and that's good mm-hmm. for everybody. Um, you go to elisatheyarnista.com. Up in the kind of upper right-hand area, we've got all the social media stuff there. We've got Facebook and Twitter and Ravelry and Instagram. and Is that all? That's probably all. Mm-hmm. All those things. Whatever is up there, you can go up there and click on those and do all that kind of stuff uh you can send us an email to win a 21 color hat knit kit on a string podcast at elisatheyarnista.com you can also if you've made it this far i assume it must mean you like something that we're doing here you like Mm -hmm. something that's happening if you'd like to see all of the things if you'd like to see all of elisa's teas you would like to see all the projects that she's working on what she's currently knitting while we're talking during the podcast Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com, slash Elisa the Yarnista. And then there, if you sign up for the $5 level or higher, you will get access to the video version of the podcast so you can see all that kind of stuff. You can like, see our faces. You can see our faces. You can see Rollo's face. If he makes an appearance, which he did. Once he in just- a while. Isn't laying on his bed because yeah. he's scared of it. So you can uh, support the show by doing that. Well, again, we've got one, five, fifteen dollar levels there, um, but you can donate any any amount that you want to uh, to get involved in that kind of stuff. Um, but I guess that's that's it. I think that's it. Are we done? Yeah. Episode seventy six is in the books. Yep. All right. I think so. I think we're good. So thank you everybody for joining us. Uh, take it easy. We will see you all next week. Cheers. Oh wait, that's the same time as my men's knitting club. Although they have been really critical lately. You're still not knitting honestly, Peter. You're you're knitting like you want us to like you. It's not coming from inside. It's very superficial. Thank you. You've made my decision easier. Yes, that. Knit that.